Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man Staten. This podcast is dedicated to blue-collar, hard-working public land elk hunters. We preach hard work, delayed gratification, discipline, and staying accountable to yourself. We value faith, family, fitness, fiscal discipline, and of course, public land elk hunting. So come along as we try to educate, motivate, and inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself. Our podcast is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete, performance you deserve. Fuel your body with the best. Use our discount code ELKSHAPE30 and save 30% off your first purchase. We are also brought to you by NUMA Outdoors. Geared for the outdoors, made with bow hunters in mind, built to over-deliver, and most importantly, designed to outperform. Check out numaoutdoors.com and be sure to use the discount code ELKSHAPE20 to save 20% off your purchase. Matthews Archery elevating the archery experience take a test drive with the matthews v331 or 27 at a local dealer near you vortex optics i've been partnered with vortex since 2010 this company is awesome they're american owned veteran owned they're based in wisconsin their entire team of designers and engineers produce and distribute a complete line of premium sport optics accessories and apparel most of the apparel that i wear while training scouting and hanging out around the house is Vortex Wear. Go ahead and check it out, and if you want to save 20%, enter the discount code ELKSHAPE at checkout, and you'll save 20%. New from Vortex in 2021 is their tripods. The one I've been using in the backcountry is their Summit Carbon Tube, and their Radian Carbon, and it also has a ball leveling head, and it's perfect for rock solid shooting. There is a tripod to fit everyone's needs from Vortex now, and it's still covered with their lifetime no-fault transferable VIP warranty. Check it out at vortexoptics.com. Whenever Dan's ready, we'll put him on. 
We'll graduate them. Elk Shape Podcast Bonus Cast. We are in Tim Connor's truck heading to an archery shoot. This is not Big Sky. This is our, uh, I, w- I don't know, we're supporting a local company here. It's called Top Pin Archery. The owner's named Brad. And uh, there's a 3D shoot going on here locally. It's in, um, it's at Silver Mountain, so that's not too far from us. About an hour drive. World's longest gondola ride, literally. And uh, pretty cool. Some cool mountains. I've killed a few bulls kind of by the ski resort. Uh, now it's Wolf Central, so don't get too excited that I gave you a spot because it's, it's a good wolf hunting spot for sure. And then um, there was another shoot going on simultaneously, which is unfortunate for both of these. Uh, it was a mountain archery festival. And I can't remember the guy's name who runs that, but super nice guy. Great event. Uh, Jake did that shoot last year. They have like all the top Pope and Young animals like replicated. I really wanted to do both, but there's this thing called family and and trying to tip the scales because I'm going to be gone a lot. So decided to do um, the local guys shoot. And uh, so asked Tim and Jake and they both obliged. And here we are. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? Good morning. This is my first uh, real 3D shoot of the year, so I'm excited to break some rust off. Uh, Tim, we, we're doing a bonus cast because i got to announce a few things. But first, you are talking like you made an adjustment to your UltraView hinge. Yeah, I did. You were a crispy fanboy. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was doing the classic thing where you show up. Hashtag be real. <laughs> yeah. I was doing the classic thing where you show up the day before you shoot and hanging out at the archery shop and shooting arrows and I just, uh, I i don't know, if you dive down the hinge world, like you can get different moons and the moons change how fast the hinge goes off and I've always wanted to make my hinge a little faster and Forrest was like, hey, let's make your hinge faster. I hate to do it the day before a shoot, but let's do it anyway and long story short, we I, was, I didn't adjust the right screw when I tried to make it faster and we did yesterday and I'm actually really excited about it because I, I was getting to like the very end of my pull and like my my arm would start to drop a little bit and I was just losing like some integrity in my shot process and I don't know I think anytime you start like when you especially using a thumb barrel or something like that it's the same as like or similar to me is like tightening up your thumb barrel and then loosening it before you're ready to go hunting a little bit so it's just it's easier to pull through the shot and I, I think I'm fixing to be dangerous today. No, I get that. I definitely made my thumb barrels a little less, uh, well, I made it hotter, just a little, not recently, because I didn't go to the archery shop this week and practice like you two slappies. (laughs) It wasn't Uh, practice, that was more like dialing in your system. Oh, dialing in? Yeah, just that final step of confidence. I just noticed that you both made time to go to the 3D range this week. Don't act like you didn't shoot at your house. My house is not a 3D. <laughs> yes, we, we don't have we don't have that though. It goes to 109. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the archery range. After I home. left Lampers, I was not comfortable with what I was doing with my bow. So now we're in Tim's Ford truck, and Tim's a Ford guy. I don't know why. Uh, Jake's <laughs> kind of a, a Dodge guy. You got a Ram. I had a Ram. I loved it. It just fell apart all the time. That was the part I didn't like, but I seriously loved it. Um, Tim, your transmission went out, but you bought the extra warranty. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lucky I got it home from Bear Camp is, is the real story. Because we were up in the mountains, and we went a ways up, a ways up bear hunting and pulled out of the mountains to, uh, to head back to town, and it started sputtering on the way back to town. I looked at my dad, and I was like, should I drive this home? And he, he's like, we should get it towed. And I'm like, well, one of two things is going to happen here. It's either going to die or I'm going to make it back. 
and I made it back. And then I made it up to the dealership, which is another 15 miles. And it's got the 10-speed transmission, and I think I had two gears. <laughs> and when I pulled it into the service manager, he's like, hey, you didn't tell me you didn't have reverse. And I was like, uh, I, had, I had reverse before I came here. He's like, well, you don't anymore. Oh, my gosh. So that's how close it was to dying. But I guess it was a pretty rare situation. But, yeah, fortunately, I did have, like, an extended warranty, and they took care of the rebuild because I think it would have been, like, around six grand in, in labor and everything Yikes. from the dealership, which is a lot. And uh, I don't know. I never really feel like I get to use warranties, so at least I got to take advantage of that, if it, if you call it that. But now we're pulling up to some coffee shop on the way, and did you, it's like <laughs> side street. Is there like a hot girl here you know or something? No, uh, I don't. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Uh, Actually, can I get an americano? Iced, hot. Uh, sixteen ounce. And how many shots does it come with? Three. Three's good. Yeah. Any cream or anything in there? No, no, I'm good. Thank you. you guys want anything? Uh, I don't know. You, you want? Let me just get a uh, nitro cold brew. Nitro cold brew. Sixteen ounce. Uh, yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I say I'd pay for it, but uh, my wallet's in the back. Yeah, I only no, I drink Black Rifle, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pass on this. <laughs> that seems like a plug to me. <laughs> I said we could have stopped at Maverick. Yeah. I they, thought we they, were. They got Black. How's Rifle. your morning, man? Yeah. What would you estimate we're doing by looking at us wearing this weird headgear? <laughs> That's funny. Um, the So the transmission is fixed. They had it in the shop for quite a while, and they were dumb enough to lend you Oh yeah. a loaner. We shouldn't say that publicly. Really? <laughs> no. They don't take Amex. What was that? No, we do. It's just taking a second for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I personally, Jake, if I owned a dealership and had to loan Tim a vehicle, <laughs> knowing that he was going to go bear hunting for a month while his tranny was getting fixed, I would have got him like a Ford Focus or something. Okay, let me say this. So the guy from the rental shop called me and he said, oh, so you can drive this as much as you want, but we prefer you didn't put a lot of miles on it. And I was like, oh, you did not just tell me what not to do. That yeah. fired me up, man. Like giving me a rental car and telling me not to drive it. He's basically saying like, just go drive. Go put miles on this. So you had that rental truck for a while, man. I had it for 37 days. You know wow. how there's like supply supply chain stuff that's goofy right now? Well, we were waiting on a part from Ford because it was a transmission rebuild on a 10-speed transmission. I would like to meet the guy who did that rebuild because that's like, that's like super genius stuff. Rebuilding a 10-speed transmission, could you imagine what the parts look like in there? Jake's pretty mechanically inclined. I think you would have just been better off buying a new truck. Psh, no. <laughs> so Jake, you got the power wagon. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've pimped it out. It's your fault that I have a mobile attack unit, which I want to talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to do a full podcast with Off-Road Power Products breaking down the truck build that I did this year. Um, but tell, take us through kind of what you've done to your truck, because uh, it was pretty much good to go for elk season last year. I slept in the back of your truck many a nights, and I really liked how mobile we were. Um, so basically... As far as the truck goes, when I got it, it was pretty much uh, stock. Um, I put like a little bit of a leveling kit on it, put 35s. Um, but what I did is I put a like industrial uh, commercial canopy on the back that has built-in toolboxes. And then I put the CVT rooftop tent on top of that. Um, so the first driver's side box, what I did is I converted that to like a power station. So there's an extra optimal battery in there. There's Thank you. There is a DC-DC charger that charges off of the truck and charges that battery. 
Um, and then there's USB ports, um, circuit breakers, all that stuff in there. So we can plug in all of the camera gear and charge stuff out of that one box. Which we did every night that we made it back to yeah. the truck. It was nice because I could get my phone charged all the way up because I run on X all day. Uh, plus, we take a little bit of B-roll with iPhones, and I mean, the can't the phones get used all day, uh, from tracking to looking at to where that bull might be bedded to just literally doing like little slow mo stuff, uh, charging the DSLRs up, uh, everything. Yeah. And you also put lights on it, so when you open up, lights turn on, which is really handy. Yeah, so each one of the boxes has a light that's on a proc switch. So as you open the door, um, the light turns on. Um, I put lights out the passenger side, out the driver's side for, like, camp. And then I have lights coming off the back of the canopy um, for when we're setting up camp, like, in the dark. Um, The one new thing from elk season last year is the bumper that's on the front. And it's funny that we were just talking about rental cars because I hit that cow elk last year with the stock bumper on, and it pretty much blew my front end out. Um, Had to build that bumper. So um, while that process was going on, elk season was still open. So Mm -hmm. I had a two-wheel drive F-150 that I might or might not have taken elk hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when there's snow and rain. Yeah. October. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. And you're f- you fabricated your own bumper. Yeah. And I just I think I made the comment yesterday or the day before. I said, Jake, you're gonna take an elk's head off with that thing. I, I kind of purposely built it and put that big bar and everything around it because like it's just a matter of time before I hit something else. And I'd rather not destroy my truck and be able to like keep hunting if I hit something. Speaking of advertising your goals, which I'm a huge fan of, Jake, you are going to do a side hustle that should turn into your main hustle that should lend itself for you building a team and eventually duplicating yourself and having more time and being a time chaser, which lends yourself to being an elk hunter more. Tell us about your goal and your side hustle. Um, Yeah, so that... That truck that we're actually talking about, what my plan is, is to convert that into a kind of like a, an alpine welding rig. So it's going to have a welder and all the tools and fabrication gear that I need to get up like the nastiest logging road and be able to service, um, you know, whether it's like cell towers or lookouts or, you know, maybe it's just some backcountry rancher that needs some welding done or something. Um, anything that a normal rig can't get to, I'm planning on my truck being able to get there. Basically, so, you need it serviced, you call Jake Webb 559. Yeah, so I mean, if it's something in town that I can make money on and it's a service that, that you need, I will be able to do that. But what I want to specialize in is things that people can't do. So like if a company is hiring a helicopter crew to fly their gear out to go welding and fix something, I want to be able to do that with my truck because I can charge a significant amount of money where they can still get their product done, but they're not having to fly stuff with a helicopter, which is a lot more expensive. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I'm a fabricator, a welder, and that's what I've been doing my whole life. And um, I want to have my own setup so I can spend more time with my family and more time in the woods hunting. Yep. I love it. Well, we're going to score today. We're, hopefully, there's scorecards. I'm, we're going to keep actual score. 
Tim's going to ensure that we get quality footage for the YouTubes. If you haven't been to our YouTube channel, it's mediocre. Maybe a little bit more than mediocre. Check it out. <laughs> give it a sub if you're into ABT. Always be tinkering and working 365 towards elk hunting. Speaking of elk hunting, this bonus cast, the main reason I hopped on here today is I wanted to talk about Elk Shape Camps 2022 are going live. And, uh, in fact, we just launched Sunday evening. And so this, you guys are the first to find out. Pre-sale has started and it goes till August 31st. We've never done it this early, but due to the volume of messages, emails, or whatever, people were like, hey, when are you going to drop or announce the camp dates? So for me, I have to pick the locations, work with the hosts, kind of like reverse engineer the camp. So I got to line out the subject matter experts, and I pretty much finally got all those steps done. So who's coming to Elk Shape Camps 2022? Well, I got Dirk Durham and Jason Phelps. Phelps will be a huge partner once again, and that will cover all the elk vocalizations, which are not my specialty. Joel Turner will be there, which will cover all the shot IQ, controlled shot process. And, and even if you are a trigger puncher and you don't want to change, he can still help you blueprint your setup for success. Because I'm here to tell you, <clears throat> I've already killed two bears and a turkey this year. And all those animals <clears throat> involved being in the red zone. And I literally remember every one of those being tempted to just kind of black out and go into autopilot, which is the fastest way to miss or not make a kill shot. You have to be fully conscious, fully present, and have a blueprinted system, and Joel teaches that. And if you've never had a bull step out in front of you within archery range, it, it's a thing. You're going to be in a backyard all-star. It doesn't matter. And so Joel's at those camps, and Joel's invaluable. We'll have Jeff Bynum covering basically how to afford elk hunting, the lifestyle. It's very expensive. How to create side hustles, how to be financially disciplined, fiscally fit to afford this lifestyle. Jared Lyle of Hunting Full is going to be there at every camp teaching. He's the guy's like Rain Man when it comes to every state out west. Not only their over-the-counter opportunities, but their tag allocation, their draw odds, and help create a plan for you long-term, mid-term, and short-term for you to be able to elk hunt and get at least one good elk tag in your hand every year, which is honestly what elk hunting has turned into, even for me. At the time of this recording, I got one elk tag right now in my pocket for September. That's it. Last year, I had three, and I like to have two to three. So it's getting harder and harder. We'll also have Bill, Iron Will Bill, Bill Vander Hayden, the smartest, most gangster nerd when it comes to penetration, arrow selection, and the science of archery. And he'll be up there just kind of breaking down setups for each individual camper, what's going to be the best setup for them to be not only accurate, but to have the right setup for elk. And he is, I don't know, you guys know, he's just a genius. It's an experienced narrative, man. Bill's just very experienced and he's not, he's not out there to like push his product either. Although I'm sure he wants to build his company. It's, he's like, he just wants you to have like a good fundamental setup. Exactly. And then last but not least is going to be the guy who's going to start every day off. Mark Livesey, Treeline Academy. I've talked about his awesome e-scouting course, which you should take if you haven't. I do have a discount code. It is elk shape. It will knock a few bucks off and it'll take, it's 30 hours and it's all about elk hunting. 
and it's all about creating hunt plans and e-scouting. And the guy has forgot more about e-scouting than I'll ever know. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty decent at e-scouting. So Mark's going to be coming to the camp, and the camp is no longer two days. It is three full days, and there's going to be opportunities for more social events, more breaking bread together at some meals, and then doing some like fun activities as well. But it's still an elk-shaped camp, which means I'm there, and it's going to be intense, and we're going to squeeze all the juice out of it. Uh, so archery coaching, shot process, tuning and tinkering, uh, elk calling, backcountry gear, e-scouting, of course, nutrition and fitness, physical fitness, mental toughness, tag allocation, arrow science. So pre-sale has started. Go to elkshape.com. Go to the store, and it's $6.99. I did have to bump the price. I got to pay for all those guys' travel and time, and... Um, <clears throat> we have some incentives. These incentives are for you to get basically registered right away. So the first thing we're giving away, and this is a raffle. So if you take advantage of the pre-sale, you're automatically entered to win. Uh, we're going to give away. Let me find it. I have it right here. Let's see. There's so many things I can't remember them. All right. So if you get signed up for the pre-sale at $699, which is $300 off the regular price, you're going to be entered to win a lifetime Onyx Elite membership. So you'll have an Elite membership for the rest of your life. That's 99 bucks a year for the rest of your life saved. Phelps Game Calls is going to buy one of you a Colorado over-the-counter elk tag and give you waypoints <laughs> for a couple different units. That's sick. And I'll be able to give a couple waypoints. I've shot a bull in Colorado, and it's over-the-counter unit, and I would love to. I ain't going back there, but if you are, I'll give you my spot. A one-year subscription to Black Rifle Coffee Cub, you will get the coffee of the month every month for 12 months. I also have one. I didn't advertise this, but I also have a six-month subscription and a three-month subscription. And then Matthews is going to give away the 2022 bow, which I might have already know a little bit about, and I might have already ordered mine, and I might be able to use it this fall uh, for Proving Grounds things that Matthews does and then Black Ovis is kicking in $50 to the Black Ovis store and you can still use the elk shape discount code on top of that and they sell everything under the sun and Tim you just bought something recently from Black Ovis what did all did you buy I bought their puffy like the Black Ovis puffy the Black Ovis puffy I bought two pairs of their pants and yeah I wanted to try their pants they're at a really good price point I'm always looking for the perfect hunting pants I've I, apparently I tear them apart. Other pants don't have good pockets. I don't know. So I'm yeah I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing their like ultra light pair. They feel good. So we'll do like an updated long term review down the road on the tubes. But right now they feel good. And if you didn't think those items were good enough for taking advantage of the pre-sale, then we have more. So for Wisconsin, if you sign up for the Wisconsin camp, you're going to be entered to win a VIP precision shooting day before the camp starts so on that thursday you'll be able to go to the new vortex edge training center and they're going to work on long range precision shooting tactical it's going to be awesome uh for utah it's going to be an exclusive e-bike ride with yours truly and the baku crew here in north idaho i'm going to take you on a cool little ride that i have picked out we're going to spend the night at my cabin and then we're going to go on one more ride and then send you on your way back home with the baku guys for Oregon, it's probably one of the better giveaways. Uh, it's an Alaska black bear hunt with not only me and Hunt and Fool. And by the way, if you're not already at least following Hunt and Fool on Instagram and YouTube, you should check out becoming a member. My buddy Jared Lyle runs it now, and it's it's literally it's not for just rich people doing 
that's what I used to think hunting full was, but it's actually working with hunt, hunt, hunting consultants on your hunt portfolio and planning for the long term. And he's, his team is like, that's who I call when I have questions. Uh, but the black bear hunt is in Alaska. It'll be in 2022. It'll be in May and it'll be for you and a guest. So you're going to bring yourself and a buddy, whoever your best friend is, you can bring them. So you have somebody cool to hunt with. Jake Webb says he'll be your best friend. I'll, Tim I'll says be he'll buddy. be your best friend, but you get to decide <laughs> that. And uh, we're going black bear hunting and fishing for six days. Jared went last year. Everybody tagged out within two days. That includes rifle and archery. And then they just fish their guts out for the next three days. Uh, and then the last giveaway is for the Texas camp. You're going to do another hunt. It's going to be with the elk shape squad. It's going to be at a ranch. So it will be high fence, which I don't really care about. As long as you're getting groceries, it'll be for pigs, turkey, and possibly axis deer one day before the camp starts. And so you'll be able to kill real things with Joel Turner and all of us watching you. It'll be really fun. So those are all your pre-sale I set it up so big that I want all the camps sold out by the time August 31st hits. So I don't have to think about it. I don't have to mention it. It's a done deal, and we already got them set in stone. So go to elkshape.com, check out at the store, pick your camp, get signed up. And we are limiting it to 50 athletes per camp, only four camps in 2022, because I want to stay married and not go to all over the country like I did this year. It was really hard on the family. I got little ones. And I think bigger camps are better, mo better, as Dirk Durham would say. And so that's why I'm bringing so many subject matter experts. And we're doing it early in the year on purpose. I want to give you a blueprint so that you can prepare for 2022 elk season. I don't like doing camps right before elk season. I don't feel like it's enough time for you to really work on what we've taught you. But giving you the entire year to really dial in your game. And we will sniff out your weaknesses. And we will identify them and show you a plan to mitigate them. And so that you have, I mean, so regardless of your elk hunting prowess, maybe you're a complete rookie. Good. Maybe you've never shot a bow. Great. Learn the right way. Maybe you've killed an elk once and you got lucky and you haven't had consistent success. This camp is for you. And maybe you're a seasoned veteran OG and just looking for one or two good nuggets and hanging out with good people. We've had all those types of people at camps. They all will get something out of it. So check it out. All right, lastly on this bonus cast, Tim, take us through, we spend so much time together working out, shooting bows, and building this YouTube channel. Where are we going with the YouTube channel? We're over 35,000 subs right now. We've been putting two videos out a week for almost a year and a half. Can we sustain this? What kind of content is in the hopper? What can people expect to see this summer and this fall go? Yeah, I think it's sustainable. I mean, really... I've tried to distill it down in my brain to what we're trying to put out and we're just trying to sell like hard work really and having fun and and putting a good face on hunting and and all the things that go into hunting and behind the scenes I've tried to think more recently about like what I really want the feel of the channel to be and I just want to give I want to give hunting and conservation like a really good fun face for it and and we make a couple kind of things like we'll make we'll make some stuff that's kind of raw and behind the scenes where you really get to see what's going on. Call it like vlogs, if you will, where we're just day to day sharing what Dan's doing behind the scenes or maybe Josh is helping us tinker on a bow or maybe we're going to a 3D mountain shoot. So those things can be kind of raw. And then I like to really polish things, too, from time to time. So we'll have more polished pieces that really try to tell a, a nice story and have beautiful visuals and 
and I don't know, just really inspire hard work and have fun and, and be a place that when, I don't know, when you got in the middle of the week and you're feeling kind of dull, it's something you get excited about when it pops up. And the yeah, Elkshape community is just a really cool community of people that have that have been built. And it's just fun to watch and foster that community. And I really have looked at it and I, I kind of want to just grow archery and hunting as a whole and just continue to put a good face on on um, sportsmen and sportswomen and and just share cool stories and yeah i'm i'm i think i think two a week is sustainable but occasionally that means we do have to publish stuff that's a little more raw and less polished and and that's okay because we're being regular and and uh yeah what do you think what are you excited about well i'm gonna kind of expose our hopper a little bit tim and i split the duties on editing i did mention that i was looking for an editor uh, I'm looking at hiring possibly Jeff Burnworth. He's a guy who actually taught me how to edit back in my days of working for Jim Burnworth um, and doing a lot of his, you know, that's where I learned to edit hunting shows for the Outdoor Channel. And that's his son. And now he's a full-time firefighter. So he mentioned he could help. And then I had two guys reach out that were like overqualified. And I'm looking at their getting them involved as well. So the editing is what takes the most time. You and I have been splitting duties, but in the hopper right now, we're going to obviously film today's shoot here at Top Pin and show you beautiful Silver Valley of North Idaho. Uh, honestly, this country is what I grew up hunting, and I just it's home for me. We have the Total Archery Challenge experience in Big Sky next weekend. That's going to be amazing. We have two YouTube guests that won a shoot with us. They're going to shoot with us. We've never met them. They're just subscribers of the channel cool way to give back to our subs and uh, that's going to be really cool it's going to be centered around you know shooting some arrows being on the mountain beautiful country we're bringing um kind of our overlanding rigs so we're going to be doing some cooking and i'll bring the podcast gear and it'll just be a fun content-based weekend uh monday we're dropping the first episode of the montana road trip series that jake and i just went on uh that's going to be a four-part series i'm super stoked on that the very first one's with john barklow of sicka gear going through his man cave and I've never met anyone who tinkers as much as that guy. Man, he, he makes you look like you're just learning to tinker. Exactly. Yeah. And there's just a lot. Like, there's 50 years or 45 years of bow hunting knowledge in a 22-minute episode just to kind of start it off. Episode 2 is super fun. It's me and Jake shooting off head-to-head -head at a private 3D course in the Crazies, plus an epic hike in the Bridgers. Episode 3 is, uh, like, probably... I don't know. We'll see how what people think about it, but it's like me being Tony Robbins. It's me doing inspirational, motivational speaking engagement at Ryan Lampers' hunt, Western Hunting Summit and trying to basically just fire people up. And it's a little taste of what it's like to come to an elk shape camp as well. So I think that'll do well. It's got a good message, or at least one that I believe in. And then the last episode is uh, Jake and I bomb running from that camp that same day and driving all the way over to a completely different mountain range in western Montana and getting trail cameras that had been left out over a year. It was just a really, it's a really cool series. It was a fun edit for me. I spent 35 hours editing four episodes, um, which means I suck at editing or it's just a lot of content. Uh, we have a then bow we're build. And we hunt, hunting season, bow builds, always archery. Yeah, we got a bow build coming up. Tim got another V3. Bonus build. And it's a bonus build. It's his backup bow. And it was a gift from me to him just saying thank you for all that you do for the channel. And uh, so he's doing a bow build with his backup Matthews. And I think we're going to slap on some like super cheap 
accessories that aren't like cheap as in they're not good it's just like on a budget so obviously a v3 is not on a budget that's a twelve hundred dollar bow but we're going to put on some of the more affordable accessories and show that hey even these accessories can can get your setup dialed and obviously we believe in backup bows uh i've proven time and time again that you need backup bows when you travel like we do for hunts uh, we have more, we have the broadhead video to shoot. I'm testing a bunch of different broadheads and I'm not really testing penetration, uh, and shooting through a bunch of cool stuff and be like, Oh, this broadhead's still sharp. And it shot through a plywood and it shot through ballistic gel. Like I don't give a shit about any of that. I want a three blade sharp AF leave a giant entry and exit hole and fly like my fill points with a super tuned bow. So we're going to film that. I have so many broadheads picked out to test. We, get, we still have that to film. Uh, and then I'm filming a bunch of trail cam stuff for Spy Point. I'm putting out 14 or 15 trail cams, and I think seven of them are cell phone. So we got to do that. And then Tim and I will usually go to the desert and film a bunch of content in one day. Have you advertised your hunting season yet? Like uh, what hunts you got to look forward to? Oh man, it's it's still to be determined, but let's hear about your guys' first. Well, my first one coming around the corner is going to be uh, August bear hunt with Jake Webb over here. And man, I am so excited because I've spent very little time in the Cascades and the Cascades are just gorgeous and there are bears in there. And uh, it's going to be like backpacking it's going to be backpacking and bow hiking with camera gear and a rifle. I'll probably bring a rifle. Jake will probably bring a bow. And uh, it'll be very much exploratory, but I'm just so excited about that to go look for fall bears and to be able to hunt in August a at 6,000 6, feet, 7,000 feet where it's not going to be 100 degrees. We'll be up in the high alpine. And, man, I, I hope uh, it might take more than one weekend to get it done, but... I'm excited about that. And then I roll into my big hunt of the year. All my chips are stacked and for Wyoming elk. So I still have some, some scouting to do to really narrow in on where I want to be and some details to figure out as to who's going to be my camera person. Could be my sister, could be Brandon McDonald, uh, could be someone else. I don't know. But I do want to have a camera person for this hunt and um, just go have a lot of fun doing a Wyoming general hunt. And I've got 18 or 19 days blocked away for that. And then I have uh, Washington whitetails in November. So I have some gray space between November and September, and I'm kind of looking to fill that gray space with one more hunt. So uh, if you have any suggestions for me, I'm, I'm kind of all ears, really. Uh, just a cool Western hunt, kind of that October lull month. And, and, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But how about you, Jake? You know what, I'm actually really excited for that bear hunt. Like the more and more that I've been thinking about it and planning, it's anything backpacking in I enjoy because you get yeah, away from it's most It's like people. romantic, you know. I mean, not Jake and I going backpacking is romantic. <laughs> but, you know, backpack hunting is kind of romantic and fantasized, and I think that's why it gets a lot of, you know, like the old backcountry books get a lot of reads and stuff like that because it is cool to go in with a backpack on and come out with something on your back like that's a very western yep. hunt and it's exciting well it's harder so you get away from the people that are hunting out of their trucks so getting out and getting away but the thing that i really like is it's testing all your gear testing yourself before elk season yeah which, what, what could be better proving grounds than that you know like yeah you got your backpack dialed got your systems dialed yep 
and, uh, and spend a little bit of time in the high country. Well, and you're you're hopefully sending broadheads into an animal. So like you're like Red getting zone all reps. the dust off right before elk season. Yeah. So Jake, I'm, tell us what you got in the hopper for your season. I know you just started a new job and you have two girls. Yep. You're a single dad. Um, you have rhabdomyelosis right now because you came and worked <laughs> out with me. Uh, tell us about your 2021 season. So, so far, everything that I have planned is in Washington. So, like most of you guys know, uh, Montana changed a lot of their their regs this year. And getting a Montana tag was a little more difficult than last year. And none of us got Montana tags. And that's like your home elk grounds, which is weird because you live in Washington, but... That's what some of us Washington people do is we, we hunt out of state more regularly. You know what? Like, my first elk hunt was in Washington. And um, by the second year, I decided to go to Montana with a couple tips. And I've hunted every year in Montana. Like, I've fallen in love with Montana, hunting Montana. It's your home turf. And, yeah, it it's like my go-to. And I've gotten a tag every year up until this year. So um, part of me was, like, a little bummed. But the other part of me... You know, between the three of us, we kind of talked about it and we we're like, hey, we're going to figure out this Washington State thing. we got to find some spots and we're just going to make it happen. So I know all three of us are planning on hunting Washington. It's going to be kind of a different time than most people hunting Washington, but I think we kind of have a plan. So, so far, I'm doing bear with me and Tim, backcountry. I'm going to do um, a later elk season in Washington. Um, but uh, probably be following Dan around during most elk season. So I have some vacation planned for hunting, and then I'm actually planning on taking some time off without pay to go hunt. So with a side hustle and being able to pay bills that way, I'm taking time off without pay so I can go hunting. So um, there's there's some things planned. My daughter really wants to shoot a turkey. She hasn't shot a turkey yet, so. Um, she just grew out of her bow and I actually haven't even told her this yet, but we're going to go get her a brand new bow set up before, um, she goes and hunts and, uh, I'm going to take her in, sit her down with Josh and we're going to get all her measurements and we're going to go build her arrows. We're going to build her a bow and get it all set up. So she's going to be 10 years old and she loves shooting her bow almost as much as I love shooting my bow so like she comes and she asks me like when are we going to the archer range when are we going to go shoot so wow. I'm, I'm all about it and I would love for her to get into hunting at this age because like I honestly started shooting but I didn't really get into hunting until I was like 17 18 years she's old she's got the Jake gene yeah I started shooting my bow when I was about 12 uh, I was preparing to hunt and I don't know. I loved it. I would come home from school and I would shoot my bow at 15, 20 yards. And I was just talking about this at the archery shop. Like it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. It's a, it's a good discipline to be into and it's getting out and getting out in the woods young. Yeah. That's nice. Um, one thing that I was trying to plan last year that didn't really work out with all the other drama of last year. Um, I really wanted to go on a bison hunt and most bison hunts that you're going to go on are going to be on a ranch or, you know, kind of a, a situation there's not really a lot of free range bison to go hunt um, I was thinking about doing that this year and the money that it would take to go do that um, I kind of had to step up and be a big boy and decide to put that money into my business and buy things that I need instead of going and putting meat in the freezer so 
it's kind of a hard pill to swallow because I would love to go shoot a bison, but I would love to have my own business. And if your bi- if your business goes well, you shoot eight bison later. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just planting seeds that are gonna grow, and those seeds will blossom for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of my plan so far. So I'll do. Uh, bear I hunting. think it's cool to sink your teeth into a Washington State year. Yeah. Get to know the home grounds because you can get it done. I mean, Ryan Lampers is a great example of of somebody who who did some amazing Washington State hunting and and yeah, bears, elk, mule deer. He would find it all, and yeah. you know. And there's good bulls here. Like I have pictures of a, a six by seven bull in Washington that is phenomenal. And it's like they're here. You just have to find them. Yeah, it's definitely not easy, but. I think that that's part of the appeal. And, you know, what could be better than going up and slapping your $35 tag on, uh, yeah. you know, a couple hundred pounds of yep. wild wild meat, organic. Yep. So that's kind of the plan. So I'm going to go bear hunting with Tim. We'll do Washington elk. Probably be following Dan around doing some video stuff. Um, I would like to do whitetail, but there's kind of like a big period in there where I need to find something else to hunt because I do want to get my freezer full of meat. Last year, I didn't punch my elk tag, um, and I'm kind of itching to get some meat in the freezer. So that's kind of I plan. got a bear for you to kill that'll put enough meat in your freezer for three years. <laughs> the, so if you want to buy bear? an Idaho bear tag, uh, I got a spot for you, buddy. A fall bear there would be unreal i have antelope in nevada burned seven points i'm going to nevada it's not that great of a unit never been there not going to scout it before i've done some e-scouting i'm going it opens august 1st i'm going to go fight off rattlesnakes in 100 plus degree weather i hope to not sit a blind over water i hope to do spot and stock but i'll do anything it takes to get antelope meat in the freezer i did not draw antelope in montana i got kicked in the you know what in montana for everything this year which has never happened before uh i have an antelope tag in idaho so i'll probably do that antelope deal at the end of the end of august try to spend as much time with the family middle of august and then i roll right into uh idaho elk and i will be hunting one elk tag in idaho for most of september i am looking at maybe getting one more tag for september possibly oregon and then I got that Washington State elk tag with you guys in the backcountry. I think my dad is going to help us with horses. He's got horses. We're going to need them. And then uh, I have an odd dad hunt in Texas, like (laughs) right near Mexico in the hill country with Numa. And that's going to be more rattlesnakes. And the Republic of Texas-Mexico relations refers to the historical foreign relations (laughs) between the Republic of Texas and Mexico. What's wrong with your truck, bro? Can you shut your Siri up? So the you're almost there, but it's your next exit. Um, so I'm going to Audad. I'm going to Audad hunt in Texas with the Numa squad. Uh, it's a four or five day hunt in hill country on the Mexico border. They were trying to see if I would use a gun. I said, absolutely not. I want to shoot one with a bow or nothing. So they didn't really like that answer, but that's my answer. And then I have uh, I have a late season elk tag in uh, in the southwest in a pretty good place. I've killed an elk before. So that'll be my November. I'm not going to do mule deer. I'm not going to really do whitetail. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. Or no, this is Smelterville. Oh no. Yeah. Keep no, going. I think it's further down. No, one more, one more exit. Yeah. Sorry. So it's, it's a pretty packed fall. Uh, it's two antelope tags, it's two elk tags, 
and possibly an odd ad, which would be cool. I've always wanted to shoot one of those. So just a weird year. Couldn't get elk tags in Montana or Wyoming. I am on the wait list for the alternate draw in Montana. And how that works is if you sign up for that, which you should have already, uh, any day now they're going to they're gonna randomize everybody's name on this list. And depending on what number you get, however many tags got turned back in, they're going to go right down the list and call you and say, do you want the elk tag? And I would be like, uh, yes, yes, I do. Sign me up. So if I'm number 250 on the list, there's a good chance I can get a tag. If I'm number 1,500 or number 10,500, good chance I'm not going to get that phone call. But if I could get a Montana tag, my September would be complete. I love Montana. So that's what we got, guys. We're almost to the spot. And uh, we actually, guys, we're going to call the winner. So one of the YouTube winners of the tax shoot for Saturday uh, just emailed us yesterday and said, hey, I can't make it. I got a new job. I think he was from what, Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. And so he gave us enough notice to where we're like, well, we already bought this ticket for somebody. We put it on Instagram. I think we had almost 200 people message say, hey, I'll take his spot. So we're going to pick the winner and call them and tell them they're going to come shoot with us. And we'll put that on Instagram here shortly. So, all right, guys, we got 3D targets to shoot. We might jump on the podcast on the way home and tell you how it went. Um, It'll be a fun little bonus episode. We're going to hit a million downloads this year on the Oakshade podcast. So I want to say thank you for all your support. That's pretty humbling to hear that number. And uh, you guys are awesome and it means the world to us. So thank you. And we'll catch up with you in a little bit. Guys, thanks for listening to the Elk Shape Podcast. Thanks for listening to the pre-sale announcement. Again, it's going to go till August 31st, 2021. Somebody is going bear hunting. Somebody's going hunting in Texas. Somebody's going e-bike adventuring with yours truly. Somebody's getting a lifetime membership to Onyx and Elk Tag to Colorado. 50 bucks to Black Ovis and a bunch of other awesome incentives. So if you were thinking about coming to Elk Shape Camp, I know we're only doing four locations and not all locations are convenient, but tell you what, man, make it happen. It will be a life-changing event. You will get your money's worth and then some. That I can promise you. Some of the locations actually have camping available and then the other ones will have discount codes for hotel blocks. We're behind the scenes right now, iron out all the logistics, so thank you want to give a shout out to partners and then we'll call it a podcast so numa discount code is elk shape 20 that'll take 20 percent off start off with the merino base layers get that for prior to season you'll utilize that be on the lookout for some of the new stuff dropping late august wilderness athlete get your hydrate and recover energy focus green formula your multis discount code elk shape 30 will take 30 percent off your first purchase vortex wear Get some shorts, get some swag, get the Sun Slayer. Discount code is ElkShape. That'll be 20% off. Black Rifle Coffee Company. If you want to get a subscription, which, by the way, we're giving one away as part of the pre-sale event. Use discount code ElkShape. It'll take 15% off and drink more coffee and be in a better mood. Be a better human because of coffee. That's what I'm drinking right now. Elk Collective. The discount code is ElkShape Podcast. All one word, $25 off. Digital elk hunting education, all video driven. The library is swollen. You can't even get through all the content, and we're constantly adding more. Northwest Retention Systems, if you need a gun holster, get a chest holster. The Scout, use the discount code ELKSHAPE. It'll take 10% off, zero shipping and handling. I think I still have a discount code with Stowaway Gourmet. 
the discount code is elk10 that'll take percent off and just lastly i want to say thank you to spy point they've really hooked me up with cameras i'm getting those cell phone show cameras out for antelope and elk i can't wait i've done some experimental testing with all of them i've downloaded the app tried them all they're ready to rock they're working and i'm so excited it's going to save me a ton of time and maybe that'll give me just the right amount of information to make a hunt successful Speaking of Black Ovis, get your crispy boots there. Uh, I wore the Colorados today uh, at the mountain doing the archery shoot. I love those. And again, it's a toss-up between the Colorados and the brick stalls. People ask me all the time. I do have the Laponias. I just don't see me using those for elk hunting. And I have the guides, which I see myself using as soon as the weather starts to get a little bit colder. I'll be wearing the guides 100%. But Black Ovis sells everything under the sun. Use discount code ELKSHAPE. Get 10% off. Get your boots there and get balling. Uh, Matthews got the V3 31 and the 27. I shot the 31 today. Somebody sent me a message and said, well, which one are you going to shoot? The answer is both. <clears throat> Each has different setups for different things. Ground blinds, tree stands, I'm going to use the 27. Anything stocking out west, I'm going to use the 31. And I have different setups for arrow weights and things like that. But, uh, yeah, pretty stoked on that. And I'm so pumped that Onyx gave a lifetime elite membership. If you don't have an elite membership, get one. It'll come in handy. It'll pay for itself, especially with the new features that they've created on the desktop. I'm now not having to use Google Earth. I'm just using Onyx to do all my e-scouting, which is what I have to do. I'm hunting all new areas again this year, and I'm just going to try to have to figure it out online and then show up and execute my plan. Get your hunt plans in writing, friends. It is time. Kufaru, International just got Tim, producer Tim, a hoodlum for his Wyoming elk hunt. And I have the 22 mag that I'm messing with. I might do a little bit more day, day hunting for elk with the 22 mag. It's like a shape charge, but like only bigger and better. So I'm really excited about using that for elk hunting this year. And Kufaru has been turning their products around a lot faster. So super fast shipping. Anytime you order a Kufaru, you can always just call their customer service. They'll line you out on which pack you need to get. They'll line you out which frame to get which accessories, how many pouches, how many belts, size of belts, size of straps, camp bags, everything you can, I mean, great construction, made in America, need I say more? And last but not least, Buck Knives. In fact, Buck Knives is coming over. Their marketing guys are coming over tomorrow. We're going to do some stuff for a couple of cool articles on getting ready for elk season with archery equipment. So I'm looking forward to that. I love that company. I've been wanting to work with Buck Knives for like literally six years. And it took me six years to get that relationship inked. So you guys just know you just never turn off the hustle and good things will happen. So keep hustling hard. Elk season's just around the corner. And that's it for the bonus episode, guys. Hopefully you had fun, and I will recap the shoot. We shot two different courses. The first was the top pin course. We did a gondola ride and then a chairlift ride, uh, ride and then another chairlift ride to get to the top. And the very first shot, I got a five on, which I hate setting my day up like that. But we had no practice. We just no warm-ups, no practice. Go right to the course and sneak in there before the pros started. Uh, and I don't – I got my scorecard here. So out of 20 targets, I got 176. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Jake and Tim did not score that high, but uh, I don't remember what their scores were. And then we had lunch, and then we had time to go shoot one more course. <clears throat> and it was just as hard as the course as the top pin, I thought. And uh, I got a 207, which is way, way better. And I think Jake actually shot worse. And Tim shot way better. He got like in the 170s. So pretty fun day. 
It was good to end on a high note. I will tell you this. When I go to TAC this weekend, I am going to warm up because I really found my stroke after shooting about 10, 12 targets in the course, and uh, my score reflected that. But all in all, it was just a really good day of dialing in my equipment, learning my third axis, inspecting my sight tape, and bubbling in and shooting in the wind and different pitches and angles and sight pictures and shade. And so if you haven't done a 3D mountain shoot, try to do one before season. I think it'll help your game. Appreciate your guys' support. You have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. Thanks for choosing ours. Separation is in the preparation. We'll catch you on the next one.